0: So I drove through Ayalon, the highway of Tel Aviv, and I saw all this huge uh, sign.
1: Advertising signs or like? Yes. Like uh, uh, billboards.
0: Billboards. And they're all full of Israeli flag and like this kind of tagline, like, together we will win. I have something to tell you, people. We lost. Okay, we already lost, if you don't understand that. From when patriotism, patriotism. became like a cool thing. It's like a retro. It's like, it's like New Balance shoes. Suddenly everybody's patriotism. <laughs> Fuck you. What What's happened? Like, from where it's come from? Like, I will not buy these New Balance shoes, you know?
1: Even though they do feel a little bit like you're walking on a cloud. Have you have you tried a New Balance sheet? No,
0: but I mean like not the real New Balance. I mean like the metaphor of a patriotic trend. I don't want to be part of
1: it. So for anyone that wants to sell patriotism to Dorr, just know he's not buying it.
2: This is a wrap up of uh, the the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, October 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Um, A lot going on. Uh, Of course, the main event was the release of the first two kidnapped people uh, by Hamas, a mother and a daughter released. uh, Look at their faces uh, that tell the whole story. Of course we have yet to know and we will probably never really know the, the horrors that they went through uh, but it, it signals uh, uh, interesting development first two prisoners uh, kidnapped people released by hamas uh, no way of knowing where this is going to go in israel we're seeing more and more events for the families of the the kidnapped a very uh, symbolic sort of shabbat dinner with an empty table for all those children, elderly, innocent people just grabbed from their homes, maybe dead, maybe alive, maybe two weeks now in some dark tunnel or cage somewhere. A symbolic gesture by many Israelis to uh, turn the lights on. Saturday night in the stadium, the soccer stadium in, in Jerusalem, the national anthem, Atikva was playing for the, the kidnapped. In Gaza, there's the ongoing attempt to evacuate North Gaza, presumably ahead of um, the ground forces coming in. Uh, and that whole thing is, is very complicated and a lot of infighting. So far, the IDF is not going in and the evacuation is, is um, maybe developing, maybe not. The whole uh, story of the humanitarian aid trucks coming in through the Egyptian border in the north part of the Gaza Strip, with the UN and Red Cross and the whole world asking for humanitarian aid, then the trucks, Israel allowing the trucks to come in, nobody checking the trucks, then the admission that maybe we should check the trucks actually have medicine and food and not uh, bombs and weapons, nobody knows if they have bombs and weapons on them. Um, continuing fighting, sporadic fighting in the north of Israel and the Lebanese border with Hezbollah forces, some rocket uh, fire from there, anti-tank weapons, many, many uh, towns in Israel evacuated in the north, the anticipation of the northern front developing into something more. So far, it's uh, just uh, sporadic small events. Um, Same thing goes for within the the territories, the the West Bank, in Jenin, a team of terrorists taken out by IDF forces. Um, The the report was that this team planned to commit another uh, large terrorist attack in the center of Israel. Thankfully, they were taken out, they were shot and killed before they could do any of that. Meanwhile, in London, outside of Israel, a huge 100,000 people demonstrating in London for Palestine, um, marching for Palestine, marching for the murderers, the rapists, the the beheaders of babies. Who knows um, if those 100,000 people know exactly what they're marching for? Same thing in other parts of the world. We saw a demonstration outside the Israeli embassy in Cyprus, which is just a small place, but ironically, this is where some Israelis fled and just wanted to get out of here. Now they're cooped up in Cyprus and they're seeing uh, violent demonstrations outside the embassy over there. There really is nowhere to go. Sadly, Dave Chappelle is, quote-unquote, not with us. Dave Chappelle, uh, one of the sharpest uh, minds Of the the last few decades, I would say, has expressed uh, pretty harsh anti-Israeli, pro-Palestinian opinions. Uh, Dave Chappelle is a Muslim. Um, Hoped to to see something else uh, from him, but that's the situation. Uh, An interesting small story in Bahrain, a country in the Persian Gulf, a moderate Muslim country, a doctor in Bahrain expressed on social media some solidarity with Israel or some uh, criticism of Hamas was immediately uh, fired from his job in, in the hospital and publicly shamed. That's what happens when you dare. Uh, criticize Hamas in even a moderate Muslim country. Uh, And one more interesting story is this guy, Paddy Cosgrave, head of a a big tech summit in in Lisbon that spoke out uh, critically against Israel and saw that the larger tech companies would just um, remove themselves from this summit. And then he, he stepped down or was fired from the summit. So in other parts of the world, this, the solidarity with Israel is expressed uh, in, in, in the business world, in the tech world. That's the wrap-up of the weekend. Uh, back to Dole and Amy.
0: I know what I want to talk about, but you told me in the porch or in the balcony, I don't know the difference, Don't speak about it. So I'll not speak about money and that
1: I'm single and... Um, Wow, there's so many things I want to talk about. I don't even know where to begin. Where do you begin when there's so many things that you want to talk about? I want to talk about everything from like the Enlightenment and Voltaire being an anti-Semite. And how like the enlightenment was also this age of enlightenment, but also that we have all these like new age people reaching enlightenment and in the process posting equivocal bullshit about what's going on here. And just, you know, uh, this kind of love and light supremacy that we're seeing in the new age space on Instagram, uh, a complete inability to condemn the let's, horrifying massacre.
0: Let's, let's, <laughs> let's think about that. It's the end of the woke era oh, thank in Israel. God.
1: I, you know, it Isn't barely it? got off the ground here, which is one of the reasons that I found this to be such a safe haven. But, you know, maybe maybe we're going to be the ones that come to the rescue on behalf of liberals in America who, as an American Jewish liberal as well. I I think that we've been too meek. We, you know, here's, here's something that I think explains it all. When I was an American, an American Jew more, you know, still Israeli, but I was always thinking about the Holocaust in the following terms. And also as like the granddaughter of like, they, you know, maybe they missed the signs. Maybe like if it happens again, like I'll, I'll get the signs right in time and I'll be able to like escape or leave in time. And that was kind of like, My vibe forever. And at one point, when things got so bad, like after the Paris supermarket terror attack and a few other things, I used to walk around with a Star of David when I was younger. But in the past 10, 15 years, even if I'd wanted to do that, like that's not patriotism, but like wearing the symbol, I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to wear a Star of David anymore. And I got to the point where I just kind of accepted that in the world, there's people that don't like us or that. Um, I'll just, you know, avoid certain behavior to like, make sure that I stay safe. And then someone here called me out on it years ago and they were like, why are you accepting that kind of a bullshit reality? Like people can walk around with crosses. It would be absurd to think that someone would, should be afraid of walking around with a fucking cross or with a hijab or something. So why are you accepting a reality in which you're afraid to walk around with a Star of David? That's an unacceptable situation to find yourself in. And now not being as much of a Jewish American, but more of like an Israeli American Jew. I was reflecting on it today that it's like, I'm not going anywhere. Like I'm, I'm, I'm I'm not like, Oh man, I missed the signs to get out of here in time. I'm like, fuck it. No one's going to like, I'm not going to make myself small anymore or like take up less space. Like, wasn't that the whole fucking point of this? Like, feminism and like becoming a stronger woman, like, so that I could like get in touch with these parts of myself and like not have an eating disorder and make myself smaller, not like, you know, um, overcompensating people, please like really get in touch with who I am as a woman. And now it's like these, these movements that help bring me here that it doesn't matter what she wore under no circumstances is it acceptable for a woman to be raped and we believe her even when there's no evidence and now those currents have completely flipped on their head because we're faced with a rape sentence for Jewish Israeli women essentially and for non-Jewish Israelis women that are here A, a, a rape sentence I'll call it like a death sentence that it doesn't matter how good you are that you deserve that kind of ending and it's And so maybe the gloves need to come off because I'm not a punching bag and none of my sisters are punching bags and none of us are going to be punching bags. And whatever's going on right now with the name calling and all this shit, I'm not going to just sit here in a corner and cry and have panic attacks. Like I'm done. Like let's do it like MMA style. Let's get in the ring because a lot of people are like doing this pacifist shtick right now. And I, I wish I had the luxury of just being like, absolutely no war but there are like actual bad actors going on right now and i think that it's time to just like kind of boop boop like ostrich like pull the head back out of the sand and just like assess that we're in a crazy situation and it's and like the lack of condemnation as infuriating as it is it's like thank you so much for making yourselves publicly known because now we know who our friends are and who like our enemies are it's just like easier for us to proceed from here you know what i mean
0: The message that this government is give you is if something really terrible would
1: happen to you, you are on your own. I was thinking about this early daily mention that there are still kidnapped babies, women, children, men, older people. What what's the number now? Two hundred and twelve still kidnapped, still in Gaza. I mean, that is still going on and it's not even done. They apparently arrested four terrorists that were hiding in about an hour and a half away from here in 'er Beersheba yesterday, hiding in an apartment. And unfortunately, I think that that's not going to be the last story either because of the sheer number that came in here and it not having even been two weeks ago. This is an ongoing security threat and we're in an ongoing position of having to like eloquently like tidy it up and like real like laser focus this shit and just be like, it is justified for us to defend our home and our lives. What the fuck is going on? It's weird. But you know what I think in terms of the government? I'm relieved that people are waking up to it. Like, It's like citizens have always had so much power, in my opinion, like yes, there's the government, but there's also media and there's corporations and there's nonprofit organizations. And there's like humans that are just like average citizens or whatever. And there's like little trade unions and all of us together make up this world that we live in. So the idea that it's only going to come from the government and they're going to be the ones to protect us, like maybe that's that Mashiach energy. Like we need to stop waiting, you know, for like Mashiach to come. Like we need to just step in and do the work that needs to be done ourselves, always. I
0: read, I read, uh, I read a lot of left-wing content the last week, and it seems like there's... I also don't believe to the left-wing, like, jama.
1: Like, Which, like, left-wing? Like, the progressive left-wing? The, the left-wing people but that I meet left-wing? at the Are
0: bar, they- at the cafe and they wrote for the Arets. i don't believe them either like 10 years they write about how much bb is like sucks nothing's changes you know like the, also this podcast is just a game between like few left wing liberal people that think they do something like most of the people is the neighbor downstairs a russian neighbor that told me he told like i see him in the street and he told me like Say, how are you? I didn't see you for a long time. And he says, he says, like, yeah, Blood, uh, every Arab guy I will see, I will fucking kill him. I will kill him, Blood. And I tell him, like, dude, uh, you know, it's not all the Arabs, you know? And he says, no, Blood, no, I will kill him. And he starts to shoot at me and, 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 and like push me. And I feel like uh, it's threatening me, you know, like, Dude, I'm your neighbor. Yeah, you remember that I'm your neighbor? And he's like, no, I'm fucking angry. This is Israel, you know? Israel is not this podcast. It's not a Thursday night in a Nilus bar, you and all your lesbian friend. No, Israel is the people that like think Bibi is still relevant.
1: Exactly. And you know what's pissing me off on that? It's the allocation of blame. It's like, if the whole thing doesn't rest on our shoulders, how the fuck are we going to think it rests on, just on his? And actually, like, I think a lot of people carry blame here. But then more importantly, it's like, guys, we need to fucking move forward. We need to grab the lessons. We need to figure out how to integrate them. Like, what is going on here? How do we, how do we move forward? Like, how much of the budget is allocated to trauma? How much of it is allocated to really healing all the trauma that's been devastating societies and communities and has continual effects on people, all the shouting and the impatience. That's like fucking PTSD. This whole country has PTSD. If anyone wants there to be peace and reconciliation there, we need to start by recognizing that and actually funding change in terms of the medicines and the treatment that are available. We need to seriously legalize and fast track psychedelic drug reform we know that it has proven effects. I don't understand. You know, it's, it's enough. We need to go with a more pragmatic approach, in my opinion. And, and that's the only way to go Kadima. I want to tell you, though, that Israel is not only made of these people. It's also made of people like someone who came, came to Israel with, with some special packages. Can I, can I share a story that I was, I was told by a friend yesterday?
0: After the music transition.
1: Okay. So a friend flew out of JFK to get here yesterday or the day before, and he flew with Alal. And you know, Alal has the security questions. We don't need to get into them. But amongst others, questions that, you know, they ask, uh, did anyone send anything with you? Like, are you, are you, do you have anything in your suitcase that someone gave you to bring? And this guy in front of my friend goes, Yes. <laughs>
0: What well,
1: he's he goes he's yes dumb. someone someone brought and everyone just looks and they're you know because first of all you would never no one would answer yes normally even in normal times but now it's a war here so this this older gentleman like a described to me as a seventy something Jewish American from New York I asked further questions and got as far as probably Queens Long Island based on the accent anyway so this guy says yes. And then the security agent is like, wait, what? Like what kind of things? And he goes, I don't know, all sorts of things. Lots of people gave me stuff. And they're just like, wait, what? What are you talking about? And he goes, the whole congregation, the whole congregation is so worried about Israel. Everybody brought me something. And they're like, and they go, well, what kind of things did they give you? And he goes, I have no idea. Everyone's just so worried sick at the congregation. This like Jewish shul in Queens or Long Island. And everyone's worried sick. So they just packed his suitcase with stuff. And they were like, take it to Israel. Give it to the people. (laughs) And then the plane takes off. And it's about to take off. And this guy is sitting towards the back of the plane. And he starts clapping. And he says, we're coming for you, Israel. We're coming to help you. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's one of those stories. (laughs) He told me. And I just, I was, I was just, I was crying. I was laughing so hard. I, I don't remember the last time I cried that hard. It was so funny. And he's like, and the guy kept clapping and he kept making a speech. And at one point we're all like, okay, okay, okay. Like we got it. We got it, dude. Like you're good. Like it was like, (laughs) this can't keep going for the next like 12 hours or however long that flight is, you know, really funny. Um, yeah. What, What do you think
0: about this podcast? I love it. It's going to change something? I think so.
1: It's going to change my life. I think it already has changed your life. Your English has improved tremendously over the past sixteen days. But I want more. Like Ariel and the little mermaid. I
0: want more than just like to know the difference between I have been then I went, you know? Uh huh. I want more from to my life.
1: Are you saying that you have hope for a better future?
0: Yes. If someone hear me in the States, call me, take me. I you don't know how much fun you can have with me. It's not just to edit podcasts. Like, I'm this dude that you want with you in the party, you know? This is me. Can you hear me? Hey, 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 hey. do you I think, don't know. They do you don't think hear Ho- me. They don't hear me.
1: You know, I um Okay. So uh, I was thinking about hope a lot this morning. Not just, you know, people are asking a lot like how can they keep having hope in a time like this? Like it's a really scary time, right? Like it's it's like all the weird ideas went wonky. It's like value systems are imploding before our eyes and things are really running off the rails and it's not just about the horrific massacre that happened here and the extent of it and the infiltration on like everything is just so, but it's the discourse about it and it's how people are responding. And so people are asking, and I'm seeing this in different places, like, how do I still have hope? And I, and I woke up and I was really thinking about it this morning, you know, I was like, is hope even such a good thing? You know, in the story with Pandora and her box, Pandora's box.
0: Oh, it's a story. I didn't know. It's like the I Greek- think it's just, just an expression.
1: I know. It's Pandora. A, it's a story. It's like a ah, Greek myth. Please tell me. Um, so I'm going to butcher this, but Pandora is like Eve. She's like the first woman. And the first man is punished. She like There's a whole thing with like fire and the gods and the la, 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 revenge. But... Um, there's a box and the box contains all these evils and like they don't know what's in the box, but like they're told, don't open the box. And like, she's told don't open the box. But like one day she opens the box and then all this crazy shit flies out into the world. It's like greed and all, all the terrible evils of the world. And then at the end, she like, you know, she closes the box, right? Like everything's like you open the box and then Holy shit, all this like magic, crazy stuff starts flying out and and you're shocked for a second. Then she like slams it down and hope stays in the box. And there's this question about like, well, is hope a good thing or is it a bad thing? And if it stays in the box, like, what does it mean? And our national anthem is Hatikva, hope. And it's this like hope of, you know, coming back into this like land after 2000 years, like since the expulsion and the destruction of the second temple by the Romans, a little bit after Jesus was around, you know, back then. And I think about hope and I don't know if it's such a good thing. I don't think I want hope back. I don't think hope is the thing that's driving me forward through all this chaos. I had a showdown with the synagogue next door yesterday. I, I went home and I, and I saw them coming out of prayer and I was like, Hey, can I, can I get a copy of the key to the synagogue? Cause Rachamim over there, like the neighbor doesn't want to open the synagogue during air raid sirens he barely wants to leave his like crumbly house and he says he doesn't want to you know not to worry because the messiah is coming so it like keeps him in his crumbly house and kind of passive and inactive meanwhile you know the past two and a half weeks we've been like running around doing a million things and this guy's like oh no i'm not even gonna like open the safe synagogue space for us like i don't need to do anything don't worry about a thing the Messiah is coming." And maybe hope this whole like thing, like, oh, I hope it'll be better. I hope it'll... It kind of keeps you where you are, like, hoping that something will change. But I don't need to hope that something's going to change. I know that things are changing all the time. Impermanence is, is the thing. Like, change is the constant. I'm actually comforted by that now. That everything can flip in an instant, and it's harrowing, but it's also if you think about it, a little bit empowering that we can decide that, yes, you know, I don't want to get into free will. That's like a whole box within a dream within a box. But um, if that makes, I I don't know. Does that make sense? It's like...
0: I can relate that you don't want to hold on on hope. And also, I think the national anthem... It sucks.
1: It's not very good, is it?
0: They stole the, and also they stole the melody. Where'd they steal it from? It was like a uh,
1: Shiram. I was like a national folk song
0: from East of Europe or something.
1: Do you know what I discovered about the flag today? That you know, those like two bars of blue, like it's also a prayer shawl tallest vibe, but it's also like the exodus, like through the Red Sea. You know, when we're like leaving Egypt and so it's kind of a symbol of like walking through the waters the parted waters
0: so i'm not just improve my english my
1: israeli tradition heritage 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 Heritage. we love a good like heritage hashtag heritage our heritage
0: So we're going to end this episode with uh, someone gave us a tip, a big shot. In Hebrew, you say a shark. Karish. Karish. As a karish. Someone from the top of the top told us we should do disclaimer.
1: Not a disclaimer. Something
0: that I told you in like episode two.
1: Not a disclaimer. He said like we should just do a hey, we're Dor and Amy, going oh, through... Which is a disclaimer. Since, no, a disclaimer is like when you go and you put your, your jacket at Co-Check at the bar and then they give you a ticket and then the ticket says, we're not responsible for any lost or stolen items. Mm. Even though you gave it to Co-Check and there's a person there, like what else is the function of Cocheck check if not to make sure that your items don't get lost or stolen? Like what is the possible... Service there.
0: So now I have better English. I know Israeli heritage and also <laughs> I know the rules of life. Okay, so it's no disclaimer, but whatever it is, we
1: should start do that. We should tomorrow when. So, I'm so more you fresh. want to
0: try to do it from your bottom of the heart and tomorrow we will like. It's interesting.
1: We it's will like, make it tight, uh, tighter. We'll tighten it up, like pull it up. We'll, we'll tighten work on up. its core strength. You know that my little brother wrote to me this... Like, he got he he got in touch with me on Facebook because I, I blocked him on WhatsApp. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. So... <laughs> so uh,
0: <laughs> a man's got to do what a man's got to do, no? And this, this woman's exists.
1: definitely doing a lot. So um, he was like, <laughs> I don't think you understand how dire this situation is. This is like an all-out war. People are dying. Like, this is not like... You know, and the accusation is basically like, this is, this podcast is dangerous. Interesting theory. I disagree with him. I think that there are, you know, what am I, what am I supposed to do? Just cry and have panic attacks all day? And what's the name of your uh, brother? Ayal.
0: Ayal, you know what is dangerous, man? Dangerous is that all of our neighbors, they don't have school anymore. So they play all day long beneath my window.
1: Can't say that their uh, their background has nothing to do. They could just be a...
0: okay, okay. I will try again. There is no school in Israel, and there's little
1: children playing soccer till 2 a.m. lockida la medina the madim. Okay, yeah, do you know what's dangerous? An older friend called from Jerusalem and she said I really like the podcast. Um, It's entertaining and lively. Can I say that? And I said, no, that makes sense. She's like, okay, I got to go. We'll speak soon. I was like, great. And I thought about it, like, you know, with his message, like this is so, uh, you know, like this, this is, uh, it's too lively, I guess, is what he's also trying to say. And then I'm like, you know what? Am I supposed to not be lively anymore? Lively. It wasn't the whole point of doing all the work getting to the point where you're more alive that i'm able to sit with my sadness sit with my rage sit with my anger like be jovial not give up on my joy of life still be someone who's a fully fledged human still be functioning i mean isn't that the point of all of the the, the mental healing emotional work i've been doing for such a long time i don't want to be less alive the whole point of staying alive isn't just to be surviving i want to be fucking living Thank you to Shema, Jonathan Gall, Maya Schlesinger, Dora Comet, I'm Amy Sapan. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned and stay safe and be patriotic. Uh, you know what? Maybe take less sides. And maybe everyone, maybe most people that don't know what's. going maybe the issue is that they should take less of us, you know, condemn violence and then just, you know, sit this one out. Not everyone needs to have a fucking public opinion about everything.